ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the next episode of the apex show i hope you're doing great as always and today i have a very special episode for you it's about talent and my view on talent and how i essentially view all of this um today i'm kind of pumped up i'm not sure why i guess i'm just getting back from my recouping from my marathon or something like that actually an idea came to my mind after like this is the second day after running a marathon i did a workout in the gym i was super flat in terms of how much energy i had but nevertheless i just did the best that i could and pretty much had a pretty good workout and yeah i've got an idea that i would actually repeat my attempt in, in the next week or so so i'm just still planning for that but in terms of just how my day is structured right now it's pretty much just writing um, and a lot of writing every single day, just structuring my bachelor thesis, getting getting this done um, and yeah, collecting some additional information and evidence and stuff and just really trying to present it to you. So talent doesn't exist. Um, there will be many as many aspects that I'll cover today. Um, maybe the first aspect that I'm, I want to cover today is that, like in terms of university, how much perspective it's it's re-given me. Uh, I guess like the perspective it's re-great. Um, like just the activities that you're doing that during the network, as it drives it. I guess like this is very important. So I, I'd say like I would never underscore this. Yeah, I guess like that's it. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's anything else. Cool, 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 cool. So, in terms of of talent, um, talent. I don't really think that talent exists at all. I really feel that what talent is is what lazy people call. Yeah, only lazy people call talent talent. When you meet someone successful, he doesn't attribute his success to talent. He attributes his success to the work he's done in the past. There, there's a saying or there, there's a set of words or a sentence. Now, like ordinary ordinary people become extraordinary by or doing ordinary things for an unordinary, unordinary period of time. Um, yeah, kind of tongue to us there. So once again, ordinary people do become extraordinary by doing ordinary things for an, for an unordinary, unordinary period of time. So um, this is also the thing in terms of fitness, like like there are many people asking me or even in the past, like just really asking me like how long do you work out? How have you gotten into such a great shape? And I'm like, okay, great. Like when I just say them, like I'm doing this for freaking six or seven years without a stop, just busting my ass in the gym for like five to six times a week, it's kind of sweet. The, the, and even like just minding my food and everything else, kind of like a switch goes off in their mind that's like like this is actually a lot of work and that's great because it's gonna be a lot of work and it's just like training your capacity to be able to withstand a lot of work and just work when you're tired tired like today i'm pushing the 18th hour and yesterday even i was just so freaking destroyed and even though i was destroyed um i wrote something like 10 pages with, with graphics and everything else on pretty good quality of my thesis, which I was really surprised that I was actually able to do that plus other stuff. But like <laughs> right now, my priority is to just get until the end, end of January, my thesis done. So just like getting it over with. Uh, and yeah, like you can essentially push yourself. That was even one of the, my main main learning lessons with run, 
from running a marathon that you can actually like just get to the start line and just keep pushing and just like keep running and just stop thinking and just keep running and you can always keep running like the thing where where i actually stopped running was the 27th kilometer and i i genuinely like my legs were i, I just couldn't move like i genuinely couldn't move but but yeah that that, that was kind of expected since i didn't run for pretty much two years now and i was even like on one hand surprised that i went so far but yeah, it's like just I know that now if I leave my body, let's say a week to recap, in terms of just doing different kinds of workout and then do a second attempt, I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to beat my previous previous round and perhaps even score a better place. So yeah, in terms of like talent itself, even in fitness, even in school and everything else, it's just about the freaking work that you put in, nothing else. And and the fact that today and asked me to share this with you. I we we um kind of had had a, like a dinner, um pretty much like a consulting meetup with multiple different consultants. This was part of my curriculum in school, and there were um like consultants from these big consulting companies, and there was um one one consultant um which which studied at um like an MBA on 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 the Oxford School. Of business, which is in itself one of the most highly regarded um, like universities in Europe in itself, and I just like genuinely was interested about her story and how she was able to get into such a competitive program. And what she told me that was very interesting, and even like just asking her additional questions based on what she really took out of that, and what she really took out of that was that in the end, I just like I definitely grew, but I'm just paraphrasing it right now. In the end, like, I really felt like I grew, but... (sighs) Like, she just somehow felt to be the same person, as if nothing really gives you that special ability. Like, she didn't really feel that special. Maybe that's the best way how to summarize that, that she didn't really feel any, any special. And I really feel that it's even a feeling that I have, like essentially people feel that they must feel special to be special in certain terms. Like they feel that there has to be this one hack, that there has to be this one thing that other successful people have something that you didn't have where where that little thing actually made them successful. But in the end, like there's just not this one thing. And that's even the reason why like, even I, I came to understand that understand this right now that essentially like even if I go and am I'm surrounded by very successful people like there isn't this one thing that I would be missing where they would sell me one thing I would implement it into my life and like I would just immediately solve all of my problems it's just like there are these only all small little tweaks that I have to make and only that will eventually lead to the growth that I'm seeking. So in terms of that, like really feeling special, even even in, like, like even for me, like there's nothing really special. It only thing special is just doing the ordinary stuff long enough 
being staying consistent where most most people aren't able to stay consistent even if like with few basic stuff things and th that's what make makes the difference just doing the, the normal stuff just as i described it even in the in yesterday's episode just like getting getting it over with in terms of just just starting a thing starting um like jumping to the water and that there's this this feeling that maybe not jumping into water in terms of it. for example if you're currently in a fully lit room and you go into a pitch dark room or into some you you most likely won't see anything but if you stay there for 20 minutes or even a few minutes you slowly start to see what's in the room and that's because your body adjusts and that's the same thing when you're starting new things you just have, you just have to jump into the water and as more I, the more I go, um, the further I see, like only the people who give themselves no other option to succeed really succeed. Because if you have a plan B in your mind, you're not fully invested in your plan A because you're just thinking that, okay, if this doesn't work out, I still have plan B. But if you freaking burn your boats, then there's nothing really stopping you because you don't really have any other option just to succeed. Um and that's that's how like most of these things are really created like that was even when i went for the bodybuilding competition i was still like i didn't really set myself to the competition until only until like two weeks before the competition in itself uh when i was 17 but i immediately started my prep and i told it to everyone and that would be like okay that's the that's the moment of not going back because if you just tell it to everyone that you're starting your prep and then you would just like freak out, then okay, like what, what would all the other people think about you? Like that's also a mechanism that you can use in terms of like like there are many other things that you can do. Uh, definitely the risk mitigation is important here as well. In terms of like it, it's very hard to approximate it in terms of academics. Even, even like I'm still contemplating about the real importance of, of everything in, in the whole scope of everything. In terms of the skills that you acquire, it's, I really feel that it's it's just about the person you would, who you want to become. Uh, in terms of your creative power and what you can do, when you just like are fully invested into college and just like going through it and trying to be the best, it can actually give you a lot. Uh, I guess like the it can give you a lot in terms of giving you the power to create and just giving you the perspective and just like giving you pretty much a bigger perspective which kind of even on the emotional level gives you much more satisfaction with yourself from a certain point of view that you feel more accomplished even though you like you might not have the material reflection on what you actually achieved reflecting on you directly but like let's say on your finances immediately, but essentially you just feel better because you you know more and you have a better perspective and you feel more valuable from a certain point of view. That's just my perspective. You are more rational from a certain point of view. I guess like depends on the school that you take. For example, for me at the time, I'm just like so flick, uh, I'm feeling uh, very happy that I in the end just took took the university that that I've taken. And just like there are definitely multiple different ways. Of how things could have developed and that's even for you like the decisions you've made two years ago are dictating the life you're living today and whether you're in a good position right now or bad like you're fully responsible for that in terms of just going for university 
like my point of view is that if you're not going to a super elite university or at least the best that you can scrape, I wouldn't go there at all. Like that that's just my point of view. Um I guess like just the degradation of your I guess like if you it's it's a lot about the people and, and surroundings you who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with people who are small-minded in terms of thinking that like that's the thing you have these these you have two types of people the people who are really committed and who have the burn burn the boats mentality that they just like if they say something that they have integrity to actually give everything out and then you have those guys who just say that they're gonna do anything but they're gonna do something but the the moment the first challenge arises they just shit their pants and stop moving or they they just like start doing some other weird stuff uh, not being fully invested it's it's very hard to become successful at one thing it's it's way harder just to do multiple things at the same time and try to be successful try to call yourself successful being two things at the same time so just wrap it up like maybe even combining it with the facets that um, essentially you don't have to be anyone else. Like you, you can be the person, you can just start doing whatever the heck you want today. You can start acting in accordance to what you want to achieve today. And talent doesn't, that talent doesn't achieve. Uh, once again, talent doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is the work that you put in every single day and the work compounds, the work freaking compounds. Like the first year, give yourself first year. Don't expect anything from the first year. Just freaking, what I would tell you, like expect the first year that you're going to freaking grind at least 5,000 hours. If you're going to give it 5,500 hours of your time, like then it's, you you have a pretty good shot of actually making something happen. Like it's actual work. Like those guys who are killing it are working long hours. And that's because you're just learning so freaking much. And that's all about your priorities. You can make everything work. It's just about how you make it work. Not if you can make it work, but how you can make it work. In terms of like universities and everything else, if we were looking at it from a long-term perspective, it's one of the best things that, that could have ever, happen, ever happened. And I extremely support um, like the education in general because like just having more skilled and equipped people is great. It's like if you have no... <laughs> no skills then pretty much what, what what can you create what can you get yourself to do it's it's very interesting or just even think about that so yeah and in terms of of really thinking everything like don't really think that there's something that you're lacking something i guess like you won't you will never feel special and if you achieve something then you're you're gonna be questioning like, if you're even worth the achievement you achieved, like, if you're really worth that, you always have, or at least that's my perspective or my point of view or even what I discussed with other people, like, you have always this inferiority complex where you, and that's just a human base, human thing, that you just think that you're not worthy enough of the accomplishments or of, of doing certain tasks at a certain quality standards. And then you just keep going back to, we're just questioning why you're actually so good or why do other people 
finger is so good and you're just kind of waiting for the moment that actually um, all the other people find out that you're not so good. But that's a different point. It's it's all about the actions. Like it's that's the thing that once you achieve success in one realm, it, it kind of gives you an unfair advantage or a very good advantage to be able to achieve success in other realms because it kind of sets the sets the um, tone and sets the um, how do you even say that it creates the right alignment with your expectations and reality i would say of what you need to put in and what you'll eventually get out if you just stay consistent and just um, kind of invest your efforts accordingly to to what what should be expected from you. So it's like, for example, like many times in the past, I just always took the lessons that I've learned in fitness in terms of okay, how much volume am I putting in? How much effort am I putting in? And always the more effort I put in, the more I get out, the more I got out. And based on that, like just this approximation, just taking that and just plugging it into anything else, it just freaking works. Just doing the reps and just like taking shots, just not being afraid and maybe even like reframing the way how you look in rejection, just trying to get as much rejection as you can. Because like, okay, it's, it's freaking fun just to like eat. Regardless, if you want to scale something to high level, high, high enough level, like that's the thing. Based on probability, maybe this is gonna, this is gonna sound too mathematic, but I guess like just also, also flexing with the skills that I've gained, uh, kind of mental math here. Like in terms of, if you, let's say, if you have two percent of people in the world, let's say only two percent, sometimes it's even more, like really hate you, and, and that's normal because okay, we have people who like us, we have people who hate us because whatever. Let's say if there are two people who hate you. The 2% of people who hate you. That means that if, let's say you have 100 followers on on Instagram, let's say that there are two people who hate you. Now, great, but if like this percentage of people who hate you stays the same and you have like 2 million followers or 1 million followers, like this 1% out of a sudden equals 20,000 people. And that's like a small town who hates you. And that's the thing. Like maybe just scaling your your thoughts. Like essentially like the more you scale things, the more things start to break up. And that's normal. Like the more you scale revenues, the more clients you have, the more problems are going to boil, bubble up. Because okay, just like random stuff is going to happen. The client won't pay the invoice because he doesn't have money to pay the invoice or whatever else. And like, just like these, these things, like if you have like that's person, that, that's just person to your chance that, that that's, that's, that's statistics. If you have, let's see if, if there like, this is a great, great, great example. Like, let's say if you have um, 4% chance of actually I'm not sure, like losing your all of your money. Let's say with an investment, you have four percent chance, but ninety ninety six percent chance of actually earning money on your investments. Let's say 
And even if you think like, okay, this year I have 4% chance that I will lose absolutely everything. Like you think to yourself like, okay, 4% is not that, not, not that much, but essentially like if you just stretch your timeline long enough, if you get to, let's say like tens of months, eventually this this chance, like this thing will happen based on personal to our statistics. Like if you just stretch it up to hundreds of months, like eventually this thing will happen. If it, if it won't happen, that will be statistically improbable. So what this means is that you just like kind of have to accept that the more more things you do, that the more 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 value you're going to create, you're going to create new systems in terms of capturing more value and delivering more value. But at the same time, you're going to break some old systems and, and some old things like going to bubble up and you're going to, for example, experience more hate. And that's the thing. Like if you want to, the price to be loved is, I guess, like the the cost that you need to pay to be, so to say, loved is to be hated. The cost that you need to pay to be, uh, to have followers is to have, have haters. The cost you have to pay to, be outstanding at your work is the cost to be alone and to be mis- to be misunderstood. The cost you have to pay to create, let's say, something great or whatever, achieve financial freedom is to just, let's say, not, not engage in other activities which you could engage could have engaged them with them before, let's say like partying or whatever else. Like there are contingencies, you can achieve multiple things at the same time. It just depends on your priorities and what you're really searching for. I guess like that's that's the most important for me. Um, I guess like there's this this theory in psychology that I guess like what, what things really make you happy. Um, and it's, it's the muscles hierarchy of needs and that essentially looks on the basic needs of human. And at the bottom, you have like safety needs, which means like food, shelter, um, that, okay, you have a food, you have shelter and whatever else. And you you are safe. That That's also on the, at the bottom. And then you slowly move up where it's like, for example, relationships and like having relationships. And this includes many things like, for example, friend relationships, family relationships, um, love relationships, whatever else. And then you just move up and then like, it's a pyramid, so like the, the the stuff at the bottom is the most important. And as you move up, let's say you have these esteem needs, which means like for example, okay, people want to be successful, people want to be um, well educated, people want to be like like just have these so so to say little perks just to elevate their social status. And in the end, like at the top of the pyramid, you have self actualization needs, which means that okay, people are focused on actually achieving their highest potential and that's what they're striving for and if you just like like even subconsciously throughout the last four years even now i realized that i just always came back to this this pyramid and it always made sense when i was let's say in bali and regardless of how many other benefits i experienced since i didn't have access to good food and and like shelter and i i mean i had i wasn't living in a in a pretty good complex but I like didn't really feel safe because in Bali everything is just a big chaos. You have wild dogs running around. You have uh, you can't walk anywhere because you can, you feel like just these these wild dogs are running after you and 
even like riding on scooters, there are really no rules out there. It's just a, you're living in the jungle. And like, regardless of what you feel, like in terms of having basic needs met, I guess like even that's a big, big standard upgrade for many people. And if you're just like lacking these, these basic needs, like that's that's the same thing. Like it doesn't really matter how like what kind of suit a person wears or if he has Rolex or if he doesn't have water at all, if he does, doesn't have anything to eat, it doesn't really matter. He'll give, if he wouldn't eat for two weeks, I guess he would give you like the 20K Rolex he has just just for uh, one lunch um, or the ability to go shopping or whatever else. So, and just reapproximating these these needs and it's like, like these needs are are not something like it's it's very similar to searching for happiness or like just trying to be happy. You never you'll never feel happy. You you only feel happy when you're striving for something and when you're essentially like just continually meeting this meeting these um like so to say filling these these jar, jars every single day. And that's it. Like you just fill them one day and then the second day you have them empty and you have to just fill them once again. And that's it. Like when I was young, I was just like really trying to think about okay how Am I able to capture this this feeling or what the hell it is? But in the end, like the the further I go, the more I realize that there's just you can't really capture this feeling. It's just about feeling the feeling every single day and just rolling with that. And just okay, not to even maybe considering the feeling that much, but rather being focused on the work and the work that you create. And that's what's what's most important for you in terms of like. Even what kind of gives me the motivation to take so much risk, I mean, like I compare, like their levels levels risk risk slash reward. I would consider myself to be a slightly more, how do you say that, relaxed person that I'm not taking such significant risks compared to other people who I'm surrounded with, and yeah, that's the reason why I still didn't break like let's say six figures a month. Because, like, just other people are more reckless in the things that they're not reckless, they're just more driven in the things that they're doing. And me, like, just taking things more conservatively, they, I guess, like, they, it's just like you shouldn't really compare to yourself to others in terms of like just really trying to analyze how they're playing the game and just because everyone has different goals. But at the same time, it's just like great to have people who are more successful around you because they shatter your limits as well because they show you what's possible. But in terms of, for example, risks, I'm I'm a big, big, big thinker about this in terms of like, okay, if you have, like you have all of these things in your life that you value, let's say you have, you have your family, let's say you have your health. Um, I'm going to speak about health later. Let's say you have your family, let's say you have your finances, let's say you have your the place where you're living, let's say you have your education, whatever else. And then the, you have the fifth one, which is your health. What's going to happen in your life when I'm going to, let's say, um, whatever else, like something tragic will happen in your family. Like, okay, it's going to be tragic and you, you most likely, as most people, after a few months or maybe a year, you're going to move on. Okay, something happens with your finances. Like for example, you lost you lose all, all of your money. That happens to entrepreneurs pretty often. So 
you're just gonna get it back. Like it's pretty simple. Um, let's say you lose your housing and your, let's say whatever else, like your car breaks down or something like that, like very, um, like requiring you to pay a lot of money or whatever else. Like, okay, whatever. Like if your house burns down, then you're going to probably just somehow figure it out. You're going to stay with family. And um, then eventually you're going to probably just take their insurance money if you have it had it insured and just purchase a new one. But the thing is that, okay, like if all of these values go to zero, then you can still continue. You're still playing the game. But I think with, okay, if you have health, and you screw something up, then you can never get back 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 again. Because if your health is zero, you're essentially not here. Which means that just playing the game is the biggest accomplishment out of them all. Like just staying here and just freaking playing the game. Without implying that I'm very... Cons- I, I started doing this, I guess, when I was 17, just rethinking stuff and just... Like, okay, what are the benefits slash drawbacks? Like, for example, <laughs> just really from thinking whether I should say this or no. One of them, let's, let's say, like, for example, to do one, one night stands and just like really engage in this very weird schematic, like sexual behavior. I'm not sure what it is. And I kind of didn't really pursue that because I really didn't see the benefits there compared to the drawbacks it could have had in my life and the priorities that I had. Like in, ter- in terms of like there's, <laughs> I'm not sure if I should go in this way, but like in terms of, for example, like if anything happens, like there's uh, between you and some girl, like there's always this chance that you might have a child. And for me, having a child right now, like, okay, it it wouldn't be the most, it wouldn't be the worst, but at the same time, like it would screw, screw a lot of my, my plans. And great, I don't want to really take that risk for, as of right now. What else? Like, like for example, jumping from cliffs, I was really reckless when I was younger, but then like just really starting to realize like that, okay, like let's say like, there are these people jumping from a 10 meter high, um, like just tower to water and just doing backflips and stuff. And I was really standing there on the cliff and just like thinking to myself, okay, well, should I jump or shouldn't I jump? And then in the end, I just made a decision that, okay, I'll, I just won't jump. I, I just won't jump. I, like just the other people can keep jumping, jumping but I like, okay, I, I can't see the, I don't know how deep it, it is. And I'm like, just, okay, what's the potential benefit that I get? Like, okay, if everything goes fine, I just like jump it. And um, what, what's even the pleasure that I get from out of them? But the, on the other hand, like, okay, well, what can possibly go wrong? Okay, if I jump there and uh, something happens to me, like th- that that's really the drawback. So really just being careful about yourself and uh, just listening to your body. In terms of, for example, me running a marathon, I don't, I don't really perceive any anything bad there because I had the best trainers. I pretty much have a very flat place here, very safe. And yeah, it was just like, okay, well, what's really... I could stop whenever I want. So, um, whatever else. So, 
yeah, I guess I'll, I'll wrap it up here. Uh, so just like the main driving points here, uh, talent doesn't exist. It's everything rooted in your hard work and just perpetual hard work showing up every single day. If you want to pursue something, just start. You won't start. You won't start, start perfect. I guess like the first year that you're going to start is the year that you're going to receive the most tests in terms of like the life really testing what do you want what you what you said that you want getting super excited before starting something is usually not the best approach it's a similar thing as if you're in a fight and going through a fight like just smiling and thinking it's going to be an easy ride is, is a big underestimation of your opponent which usually leads and not so favorable outcomes and just just showing our recent clay and just staying consistent for years because this this is a thing that takes years and not another short period of time yeah i guess i'll cut it here and have a great have a great rest of the week rest rest of the day wherever you, whenever you're listening to this and i'm gonna probably keep chipping away on the bachelor thesis so that i'm finished with my research and can move on to finally having more space on other stuff as well cool catch you later